With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still plenty of stuff to get to here on the program. We've got contest picks to give out. We've got Saturday's NFL action that we will go over and share some of our favorite bets pertaining. But in the meantime, joining us now, Ian McMillan, Senior Editor of BetSided. Please make sure to follow him on X, at Ian MacBets. Ian, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, I know there's NFL football tonight, and yeah, I know we've got a lot of fantastic games over the weekend, but I got to start by talking about the Toronto Blue Jays. What happened with the Blue Jays (laughs) and Shohei Otani? Tons of people on Friday bet on the Blue Jays to win the World Series, and they are very much regretting that just because of air traffic news and they're basing their bets off of that uh are you doing okay are you feeling festive even now yeah i to be honest i was just starting to get over it until you brought it up again uh so no i now i'm not feeling okay uh this is what happens when i finally decide to put hope in one of my sports teams to actually do something good uh there was like a 20 minute span there where like otani was a blue jay had I had champagne literally in a bucket of ice ready to pop to celebrate Otani being a Toronto Blue Jay and the rug just got pulled out from underneath me. So, uh, no, but that's, that, that, that's, that's what I get for cheering for the teams that I cheer for because it's nothing but pain all the time. Uh, Jays fans are in a bad spot. So uh, I follow Ben Nicholson Smith on on X, and he covers the Blue Jays most of the time. He's based up in Canada. And he tweeted out, he was the one that I first saw tweet out about that there's a scenario which Otani can opt out of his deal with the Dodgers, and it's tied to team personnel. And I read the replies, and it's all just Jays fans just torching him. Don't care. You cover the Jays. Don't write about this guy. So d- does Canada, I'm asking you to speak for a lot of people here, but does Canada <laughs> now hate Otani after that tease? That he got uh, the tease, got their hopes up. Do you think they've turned on the greatest player maybe ever? I think so. I know I definitely have. Otani's now my least favorite athlete in the world. Um, I do not like <laughs> Otani whatsoever. He was in on this whole team to use the Blue Jays to get more money from the Dodgers. That guy from Shark Tank or Dragon's Den, uh, who is signed by the same agency as Otani, took that flight from Anaheim to Toronto to convince everyone that Otani was on the flight to bump up his price from the Dodgers. They're all in on it. It's a big conspiracy. I. 
I, I know I don't like Otani. I don't know if I can speak for an entire country, but there's certainly a lot of other Canadians that also don't like Otani. So when Otani comes to New York next year, I'm going to get the closest seat I can to the dugout and boom, every time I see him. Wow. I can't wow. wait for this. When and he's going to wear his game. Jays gear under a big, heavy winter coat. <laughs> <laughs> Joe won't let that go. All right. I'm looking at your uh, Twitter here, and I want to ask you, because I know you go through all of the games, what's one of your favorite sides for this week? Uh, one of my favorite sides for this week. Um, it's actually one of the Saturday games, I would say, would be one of my favorite sides. It's uh, the Vikings. It's the Bengals. Uh, I like the points with the Vikings. Mm. Um, one of the, my favorite things to do is as soon as a quarterback comes out of nowhere and starts playing well and people start talking about how good he is, and how he could be a starting quarterback at on several other teams, I like to go uh, against him and bet the opposite side. So that's what I'm going to do with Jake Browning, especially because actually one of the most, I think, under-talked about aspects of the NFL season right now is how good this Vikings defense has become under Brian Flores. Uh, all of a sudden, fifth in opponent EPA, seventh in opponent success rate. They're doing a lot of crazy things. They have that one player who's played every position on defense, uh, a lot of really confusing zone blitzes. It's going to be a lot of things that for an inexperienced quarterback like Jake Browning, I think it's going to be a little bit too much for him to handle. So um, I have they announced yet who's playing quarterback for the Vikings? I don't really think it makes much of a difference. Uh, I Mullins. think the defense is, is he at Mullins. Yeah. Um, that's who I'm kind of hoping for. So, yeah, if it is him, even better. Um, but I think the defense is going to be the difference maker in this game. Uh, so uh, I like the points of the Vikings on Saturday. By the way, folks, uh, I hope you guys are watching this on Twitch and YouTube because uh, Ian looks incredibly festive with the uh, Christmas sweater here and the lights. And uh, what oh, is Santa. Santa there? Is what's Santa doing? Sa yeah. Santa's Santa's golfing, bending over uh, on my sweater. Oh, yeah, he's he, he, oh, he, well, oh, it's he, a pro you probably should show the bottom of the sweater. He's hitting a putt. He's lining up a putt. <laughs> if I just show the top, Santa, Santa got into the eggnog a little bit. <laughs> stay yeah. upright this is, uh, oh okay. there wow. we go <laughs> yeah that was He's misleading about <laughs> <laughs> mrs claus was involved yeah. <laughs> whoa all right uh moving on uh i'm glad we uh showed that off that's great uh okay give us a reason to care about thursday night chargers raiders raiders three-point favorites with a total of 34 and a half uh, is there a prop here you like, a side, a total? What, what's a reason why we should care about this game? Yeah, I guess I'm just going to lay the points for the Raiders. Um, I have bet on uh, Easton Stick rushing touchdown as well. I read that he's a, he was a big scrambler in college, and I think he had five rushing touchdowns and 12 preseason appearances. So I guess I'll bet that too. Um I don't know if there's a game that you can skip on Thursday night football It's probably this one. Is this the most irrelevant game of the entire season with two irrelevant quarterbacks? I'll lay the points with the Raiders because the Chargers defense was bad. This was a bad team overall with Justin Herbert. Now they have a guy named Easton Stick starting for them. So like now their offense is going to be just as bad as their defense. I guess I'll lay the points with the Raiders. But if I didn't have to bet on every single football uh, game this season, this would probably be one I'd pass on. Uh, I'd probably just go out to like a nice festive Christmas bar and have a couple drinks instead because this game stinks, but I have bet on the Raiders. I will lay the three points against Easton Stick, which does not sound like a real person. 
Yeah, I know. That seems to be the consensus on tonight. It's got to be the lowest ratings that Amazon's going to get all season long. Um, you're probably not used to this, but I want to give you some praise here, Ian, because oh, wow. I don't, I don't know, I don't know if you uh, updated or posted this week's version yet. But I was looking, knowing you were coming on the show, and it came up at some point yesterday. So I was curious where you were with with your latest fraud rankings and mm. or most overrated teams, however you want to put it. And I was looking at, it, I'm like. Oh my God, he almost swept the board last week because almost all of them lost. You had the Eagles, number one, smoked again. You had the Jaguars, three, with an L. Uh, four Steelers, they lose as a six-point favorite. Uh, the Lions lose to the Bears. They should have been swept by them. The Lions have been awful. So, I mean, you put some teams that people expect to be in the playoffs there, and almost all of them lost except for uh, the Broncos. Can you tease us with uh, your latest fraud rankings that you're going to post for this week? Yes, I'm actually going to be writing that uh, right after this. So it'll be out this afternoon. Um, I was correct about the Eagles. I'm going to pat myself on the back about that. I said uh, about a month ago, or I guess three weeks ago, that they're going to lose three games straight, and everyone called me crazy for saying it. They didn't. They did beat the Bills in overtime because Jake Elliott hit the greatest game-tying field goal of all time, 59 yards into the wind. But if they lost that game, I would have been right. They would have lost three games in a row. Uh, But now the issue with the Eagles and really with a lot of the teams on that list, is that once everyone starts calling them a fraud, then they're not really a fraud anymore. You know, if everyone's over saying you're overrated, then you're just pr- probably being properly rated by everyone. So because of that, because everyone's calling the Eagles a fraud, I think now I need to drop them down the list. I think the Jaguars are probably going to take over the top spot, even though a lot of people are kind of mm-hmm. out on the Jaguars uh, now lately as well. But the Jaguars' numbers offensively, defense. their defense was good at the start of the year. They've fallen off at a lot of defensive metrics. Their offense has been average at best. Um, they're still winning that division right now. So I think right now, um, I haven't finalized it yet, but I think the Jaguars are going to move up into that number one spot just because everyone is now calling the Eagles a fraud. So if everyone calls you a fraud, then you're kind of by definition not really a fraud. Where are you at with your Falcons at this point in the season? Oh They've oh. got a nice chance to beat <laughs> up on the uh, worst team in the NFL this week. Still not in your fraud rankings. Well, no, because nobody thinks they're good. <laughs> you have to you have to have people actually thinking you're a good football team to be in the fraud rankings. No, I mean last week, uh, one of the easiest bets of all time was the Buccaneers because of course the Falcons are going to lose that game against the Buccaneers, a game where if they would have won, they would have like an eighty five percent chance to make the playoffs. They lost now; they have like a thirty five percent chance to make the playoffs. I don't know. I, I'm trying not to get invested in this Falcons team. I think they are going to uh, beat uh, the Panthers this week. I'm surprised it's only a three-point spread. I know the Falcons are frustrating to watch. They're <laughs> frustrating to cheer for, frustrating to bet on. But not only are they overall, I think we can agree they're a better team than the Panthers. Can we agree on that? Right. Um, yeah. And not only that, they do have, I okay. think, a stylistic advantage against this Panthers team. The Panthers can't stop the run. They're the worst run defense in the entire NFL and the one thing the Falcons have been able to do uh, with some level of consistency is run the football. So I think if the Falcons just keep the football on the ground, don't ask Desmond Ritter to do too much, just trust your running backs and run the ball against the worst run defense in the NFL. Panthers are dead last in opponent EPA per rush and opponent rush success rate. I think the Falcons can win and cover. They are going to break my heart before the end of the season. I don't think it's going to be this week. I think my prediction, this is my prediction at the start of the year, that the NFC South was going to come down to the Week 18 game against the Saints and the Falcons. I think that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then the Falcons are going to lose to our rivals, the Saints, and be eliminated from the playoffs in Week 18. So for that to happen, they do got to win and cover this week against the Panthers. I think they can beat the worst team in the NFL. 
I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Uh, Cowboys-Bills. Uh, important contest here, uh, really, for both teams as the Bills are still in the running to potentially win their division. Cowboys, of course, uh, still have an outside chance to get the one seed in the NFC. Bills, two-point favorites here with a total of 50 and a half. What do you think about this one? Yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I've been a defender of the Bills uh, for a good portion of the season. I'm not going to jump off their bandwagon quite yet. Uh, I will take the Bills in this matchup. Their offense still, I know that their record's not great. I know, uh, you know, they're kind of still on the playoffs on the outside looking in, but uh, their offense outside of turnovers still remains one of the best offenses in the, uh, in the NFL. They're top five in basically every single EPA uh, stat and success rate stat. Their defense has played a little bit better of late. Um, and I do like, you know, to buy low on teams, sell high on others. I think this is a great sell high spot on the Cowboys after beating the Eagles, uh, last week. I was on the Cowboys last week. Uh, they did look impressive, uh, but they got, they got a tough stretch of games here coming up. So, uh, yeah, not a super confident play for me. I think the Bills can run the ball, uh, successfully on this Cowboys defense. Uh, they're 31st in opponent rush success rate. So I think if the Bills can run the ball, not turn the ball over, uh, they're at home. I'll, I'll lay the point and a half, two points with the Bills. What about Saturday's triple header? You've got uh, Cincinnati laying a field goal against Minnesota. We've got, I mean, you mentioned that that one with Minnesota. Um, Indy, that number's been coming down against Pittsburgh, one of your fraud teams. You've got Detroit laying more than a field goal. They're back at home against Denver. A- any of those other ones uh, on Saturday stand out? Yeah, I like I got the Steelers and they're three point underdogs. I don't love them at the current line. So of the other two games right now, I think the one I'd be looking at would be the Lions. Uh, if you look at home away splits for these two teams, both the Broncos and the Lions have been significantly better at home uh, this season. Uh, the the Broncos have been just terrible on the road. If you look at my favorite stat, net yards per play, they go from 0.0 at home down to minus 1.6 on the road. The worst road team in the NFL. Uh, the Lions. Uh, uh, minus uh, or close to close to minus uh, uh, on the road, plus one point one at home. So I think with with these two teams playing, I think you got to back whatever team is at home, and I think it is the Lions. And I was just talking about earlier with the Cowboys buy low, sell high. Cowboys a bit of a sell high spot. I think the Lions now are a bit of a buy low spot. I faded them there for a few weeks in the middle of the season, uh, but now I think we're starting to get some value on them. They're still a very good team. Their defense obviously not great. Uh, but their offense, especially against this uh, Denver secondary, I think can do some damage uh, on their home turf. So uh, I will lay the points with the Broncos, or sorry, with the Lions on Saturday night. We have about a minute left. Obviously, favorites had been doing very well this season. Then we saw the Dogs have a day last week. Do you think it's going to be a mixed bag? Do you think the Dogs will continue to bark? Where are you at with that trend? I think I'm on a lot of favorites this week, so I hope it's the favorites. I'm just looking through uh, my road to 272 bets picks here, and yeah, I think I'm on a lot of favorites. So I hope it is favorites okay. that have a big week. I will I will say my underdog I am on to win outright. I try to pick one outright underdog uh, every week uh, is the Bears. I think the Bears might upset this Browns team. This Browns team has a lot of injuries, especially on the offensive line. 
Uh, and the Bears all of a sudden were like a dumpster fire at the start of the year. They're like an average team now, um, especially yeah, defensively. Yeah. I think the Bears defense uh, is still underrated to some extent. Um, so I don't know. Joe Flacco playing uh, behind a, a banged up offensive line. I think that's 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 a tough spot for the Browns to be in. So uh, if I were to talk about one underdog that I think wins outright this uh, this weekend, I'll, I'll go with the Bears on the road in Cleveland. Good stuff. Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSided. Thank you so much for your time and happy holidays to you and yours. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. Uh, Happy holidays.